Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hello, hello, everybody. So happy you are here today. Uh, The guest that I'm speaking with today, Kelly Rumpel, is exactly who you are needing to hear from at this time of the year especially. We are into December. We are full swing of holiday madness and that push to the new year and everything that comes with it. And Kelly is not only a mindset and an empowerment coach, she's also a pharmacist and a best-selling author as well as a podcast host. She does all of the things and her passion is really talking about naturally relieving our anxiety. Anxiety, as Kelly talks about, is something that she suffered with. And when she truly tapped into looking at her health in a holistic way, she was able to manage her symptoms, take on the tasks of all of these plates that she's juggling. She's also a mom to young kids. She's so relatable and she's so knowledgeable and definitely the topic of anxiety, the topic of gut health, the topic of holistic healing are topics that many of you have talked to me over and over again and said we need more information about and we want Obviously, I want to give you, obviously, a resource that I know is credible and information that is coming from somebody who fully understands this ball game, this whole thing. So I'm giving you information that is going to actually benefit you, not get kind of the white noise that we can hear on the media, social media, or whatever outlet it is for you. Kelly is the perfect person to dive in and give this all to you. She speaks so powerfully on it, and you guys are all going to love it. You probably want to grab a pen and a paper and start taking notes, or at least be really, really mindful of the powerful words that she shares in this episode. Welcome back, everybody. So excited to talk on a topic that is so important, and I know an issue that many, many of you deal with, um, and that is stress and anxiety. And thankfully, we have a woman who can fill us in on all the details that we need to know about it, and that is Kelly. So welcome, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and fill the listeners in a little bit more about who you are? Yeah. So I am a pharmacist by trade and also a holistic health coach. So my specialty is I, I, you know, I go to work all day and I dispense medications. And then what I actually love and I'm passionate about is is helping people to avoid the use of medications that maybe aren't necessary. So I I can see both sides, the healthcare and natural medicine, the holistic side of things. I respect both sides, but I am a true believer in, in, the fact that we don't need medications for everything. So that's, that's what I love to do. My my specialty is, is mindset work and mood. So I really love to help women who are ambitious and doers and the the ones that are dealing with a lot of high functioning anxiety. I like to help them 
really take control of their anxiety and even the depression that kind of comes along with it a, a lot of times I like to help them manage that naturally where did this interest stem from Kelly well I just my own story actually because mm-hmm. I've I've gone through this so it, it kind of started back in college I was actually in my last year of pharmacy school and I was just getting sicker and sicker I was one of those people that had I was constantly sick, you know, with like the colds and flus and bronchitis and laryngitis. And I just was really sick through college. And my, in my last year, I found myself at the GI doctor's office getting a colonoscopy because I had such bad gut health issues and actually ended up in the, uh, at the office at the same time as my dad. We, we both got colonoscopies <laughs> on the same day. It was like the most embarrassing thing ever. <laughs> but, you know, when my mom's driving me, she's like, oh, I'll just get you both done at the same time. I'm like, this is like, this is it. This is rock bottom. <laughs> But your mom was happy. At least she just had to make one trip to get you guys. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it was it was pretty comical. But I found myself getting colonoscopies done and on all sorts of medications for my gut health issues. I was also really anxious and also a little depressed on top of it, come to find out because of the anxiety. A lot of times I can go hand in hand. So I just, I got to this point where I was just, I was so sick all the time. And so I graduated pharmacy school, got behind the the pharmacy counter and went to work and continued to do the same thing that I was doing and watching people come into the pharmacy every single day with prescription after prescription, every month their dose would be increased and then they'd add another prescription and they'd complain of side effects and then their dose would go up again. Here comes another med. And I just saw this vicious cycle and I got really frustrated. And I also had to kind of take a good hard look at myself. And and I was doing the same thing. I was in the same vicious cycle. And I was like 24. I'm like this, got to figure something out. And so I decided to dive into doing my own research. And I just grew this love for natural medicine. I started to discover supplementation and the things that my body was deficient you know, my body was deficient of many things. And that led me down a road of anxiety and a lot of gut health issues. And I had no idea that anxiety and gut health issues were connected. And so I just really started to put the pieces together and fell in love with understanding what the heck was going on with me. And once I kind of figured it all out and was able to get off my medications and dive into you know, taking care of myself naturally, even like a physical on the physical side of things, but also mentally and spiritually, emotionally, I really had to kind of unravel it all unpack it all. And once I figured it out, I I knew I had to help other women do the same. So that's, that's kind of how I got here. I feel like everybody's journey and how they are helping others usually stems from 99% of the time, I would say stems from them experiencing that as well. And just knowing how hard that situation can be and seeing if there is a way that they can share and speed up that, that healing process or that walkthrough with somebody like they're so eager and willing to do that for someone. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it is that I think that's what we're here for. Honestly, I to learn and grow and help other people and what better way to say, you know, I've been there. 
let me, let me help you. Let me lift you up. Let me help you get out of this, this situation. So yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And when we can go through something, even though it sucks at the time to turn around and be able to help people that are in the same situation. Yeah. It's amazing. With your job as a pharmacist and your passion of holistic treatments, is Mm -hmm. there a, a tug of war a little bit with that or does, have you found an even flow through that world? Yeah, it is a bit of a tug of war. And I've kind of had to let go of of the expectations that not everybody wants to go down the road of finding natural ways to help themselves. Some people are super interested in it and all about it. And some people think I'm crazy. <laughs> and, you know, so I... I seeing both both sides of it all really gives me a respect for for meta you know traditional medicine and natural medicine as a whole but yeah it is a bit of a tug of war because i so badly want to help everybody but i can only help the people who who want to go down the road that i can help them go down so i i don't want to help anybody get sicker i want to help them get well and and that comes with preventative health care and natural natural medicine in my opinion what are some of your go-tos? If somebody's coming to you and they're open to it, I completely agree. I think you have to meet somebody where they're at in their yeah. journey. Uh, if somebody is open to some of those aspects, what, what are some modalities that you like to use or a first step that you would go to mm-hmm. in treatment? Yeah, so I really take a holistic approach at it, meaning that I've got to, we've got to look at things that have, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all that stuff. But when I give first suggestions to people because that can be very overwhelming to say we got to do an overhaul of everything Mm -hmm. you know and it's not going to work it's got to be one little you know baby step at a time and so the best way through a lot of trial and error working with people and myself I've found that if we can take control of our physical body first that is the best way to start because once you physically feel better, you're able to then tackle some of the other harder issues, the emotional issues, spiritual issues, things like that. So I love to start with the physical body and getting you to feel better physically. And so my favorite thing to do is to teach about plant medicine. Honestly, I love to, to teach the correlation between gut health and our mood. And that comes with the understanding that our guts are inflamed and we've we've got poor gut health as you know as a whole in general for society because we our food isn't what it used to be it's not as nutrient dense our soil's depleted we've got chemicals on our food now we've got a lot of processed foods going on and hey I'm not perfect like I don't sit here and say preachy preachy like I have a great I have the most perfect diet I don't and so but I do tell people if you if you've got gut health issues, the first thing you need to concentrate on is decreasing inflammation. And with that, it, decreasing processed foods, maybe cutting out dairy, gluten, um, drinking less alcohol, just cleaning it up kind of one thing at a time. You don't have to overhaul everything, but little things honestly do help. And the reducing sugar, you know, cutting out soda, things like that, really cleaning up the diet. And that's going to help the gut a whole lot to, to repair the lining of the gut. Also, I'm a huge supplement snob. I love supplements because it's really hard for us to get the nutrition that we need 
with the diets that we have, right? So I love using supplements to kind of bridge that gap because like I said, I'm not perfect. So I need supplements because I can't get everything my body needs through diet alone. And our bodies need a ton of plants, like fruits, vegetables, berries, our bodies need like 13 servings a day. Who the heck can eat that many servings a day? So I, that's why I'm a huge believer in supplements to, to really help our bodies um, heal. So our, our bodies need plants to function. Our bodies need good gut health in order to absorb the nutrition that we're putting in our body. And so in order to do that, you've got to have the antioxidants and phytonutrients from plants. And if you can't get it from your diet alone, you really need to be supplementing with a whole food vitamin supplement. So I really like to start there because it kind of gives people a quick win when you start to feel better and your, your gut health is slowly improving. And then you're absorbing those vitamins and nutrients like you're, like you're supposed to. Once you start absorbing those nutrients, your body can make happy chemicals that are supposed to naturally be there. Your body cannot make the, the serotonin, the GABA, the things that help us to relax naturally and keep us happy naturally those things cannot physically be made if you are vitamin deficient and so I didn't learn this stuff in pharmacy school how crazy is that I I had one class on nutrition and I you know I couldn't tell you one single thing I learned from it I sure as, I sure as heck didn't learn that plants heal the gut the our gut lining and reduce inflammation and therefore help us with with vitamin absorption and that helps our mood so it's just like this vicious cycle where everything is connected and so uh, it all starts with the gut. And so when you start to feel better physically, then you can take the next, the next steps to figure out what you need to change in your, what situations you need to change in your world, what boundaries you need to have in place, what, what's going on with your spirituality and your faith and things like that. They all play a role. It's never just one thing. That's why I just have such a love for that holistic piece, because you just named four different areas that like you said, we're never taught to you even in pharmaceutical school. Right. So why would a lot of the general population even think or know about some of those basic things? Just mm-hmm. even your spirituality and your well-being, it all adds up into your whole or your holistic health. Exactly. Yeah. Supplements, you said you're a supplement snob and I love, <laughs> I love supplements, but I also don't have an extensive background and I don't think obviously most of us do are there Mm -hmm. some supplements that you say are good for everyone or most people Mm -hmm. and if not are there good places that you can go for resources to find out what works best for you yeah so um, one of my favorite supplements um, and like like I said being a supplement snob comes with doing the research Mm -hmm. so I I'm big on quality and manufacturing practices. The supplements have to be researched. I'm not going to just, I used to just take any and every supplement that I researched and that I read about like in a book or whatever. Um, I don't do that anymore. I'm very specific to what companies do research. What are their manufacturing practices like? Uh, Because honestly, those are the ones that are going to give you the best results. That's what you know, you're getting what you're paying for. And so I've wasted a lot of money on figuring out supplements, Mm -hmm. but yes. So my favorite ones to start with, there is a whole boatload of supplements you can use for mood. Um, 
I, I really could keep you on this forever, but I will say when you start supplements, you want to start with the basics and that's introducing more nutrition into, uh, into your, into your body. Um, and that's done with, I, my favorite brand, and you've probably heard of it is juice plus because of the research that company does. They've been around for, um, over 30 years and they have almost 40 studies that are published in like the real medical journals. Um, so just highly researched plant medicine. And so I really love to, to get people started on a regimen that is, that's going to help bridge the gap with their nutrition. The reason I start there is like I said, with the gut health, so you can be absorbing nutrients, reducing inflammation and helping your body to do what it's meant to do, which is to make the chemicals that keep you happy and relaxed and energetic and feeling good. So I, I always start there, but then there's other ones that you can add on top of it for, for mood. There's, you know, like I said, with the serotonin, which is your happy chemical and then GABA, which is your relaxing um, chemical in your body. Those two, you can take as a supplement. So not, I mean, it's not, the bottle's not going to say serotonin, but there's certain ones that you can take that are going to be um, converted into serotonin, like 5-HTP converts into serotonin. And so that's a way to get more serotonin in, into your body. Um, and then GABA, you can take that one by mouth too, and that's going to be naturally relaxing. So I do, there, there's a lot of things that you can take, but I, it, I have found with so many clients and with myself that I've been able to reduce the amount of supplements I take by starting with whole food nutrition, um, through supplements like juice plus. That's so great. I have heard of them and one that again, yeah, sounds nice, but they all sound great. So that's, I, I love to get somebody who is well-researched and well-versed in that and can really say, this is a great quality product because we all don't want to be wasting money on something that's we're just gonna pee away or just yeah it can be very expensive absolutely it can when I started on supplements I was honestly taking about 10 to 15 different things and while it was working um it just wasn't keeping up on that was just a little a little too much uh, not to mention it was expensive and I'm like do I really need all this at one time probably not so probably not so I dialed it back a bit I started with the basics and from there I don't need any of the other stuff anymore because my body's getting what it needs and therefore it's doing what it's meant to do it's meant to heal it's meant to be energetic it's meant to feel good um, so but you got to give it what it needs and and I'm my diet's not enough I'll tell you that right now <laughs> And I love too that you're saying you might start with a lot more, but eventually as your body gets stronger and heals, you can turn it back. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes back to what you mentioned in the beginning too about diet. Yes, maybe in the beginning, we really do have to be a lot more strict about maybe eliminating foods all to gluten and dairy or other inflammatory foods, sugar for a while. That doesn't mean forever, Right, right. But maybe if we're diligent for a bit, I'm I'm assuming you agree that eventually then you can start to introduce them in quantities here and there. Yes. And the reason why I think that is, um, 
or I know it to be true for a lot of people is because when your body is so inflamed um, and it can be from more than just food, like our beauty products are toxic. A lot of times we are dealing with pollution with cell phones. You know, we, we have a lot of things in our environment that our bodies are exposed to on a daily basis and they're just overloaded with toxins. So, so yeah, I, I do think that our, our poor bodies are just dealing with a lot. And since we're inflamed, we have a lot of us have like what they call leaky gut syndrome, where actually the lining of the gut kind of like thins and spreads apart. And you can actually get like food can actually leak through the gut lining. And that a lot of times will give us like the food intolerance type um, symptoms that you, so like if you're eating something you like, and you have a reaction or whatever, yes, you may be allergic, but also maybe you just have a leaky gut going on and you're just intolerant because your body's getting this foreign material now that's leaking through your gut lining. Oh, what the heck is this? And then it's attacking it. So it's kind of, if you can, if you can heal the lining of that gut and start there, you will probably, that's how I've gotten a lot of my clients to reduce unnecessary supplements and unnecessary medications. They've got to heal that lining first. And so that does take time. I mean, the damage has been done over years and years and years and with all the toxins and food and all the crap that we've ingested. So it's not a super fast process to, to heal it. So I would say over the, a couple months, yeah, you might be on more supplements and have to continue some of the stuff that you're already taking. But once you heal that lining um, and reduce inflammation in your body overall, yeah, you, you most likely will be able to get off um, some of the stuff that you don't no longer need. Right off the bang, Kelly, you started talking about the correlation between the symptoms that you were having and your gut. And the more... Yeah podcasts that I listen to about health and wellness and books and resources that I read. Honestly, the most, the hot topic right now is our gut health. Mm -hmm. What, what are your thoughts on that? Oh man, I love to talk about gut health because everything stems from the gut, literally everything. It's like the powerhouse of our body. And that's why we got to pay attention to it because our mood runs off our gut. I know a lot of people are led to believe mood is just a brain issue. It's not the majority of our chemicals. Like I mentioned before, the happy chemicals are made in the gut, like over 85% of them. So our mood runs off of our gut. Our immune system runs off our gut. So if you have an inflamed, unhealthy gut, you're also one of the types that's going to be sick more often. The flus, the colds, the coughs, all that kind of stuff. If you're someone who's constantly sick and you're on antibiotics, guess what? Antibiotics kill off your gut bacteria. So it's like, there goes your gut health again. And here you're supposed to be taking an antibiotic to help yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, gosh, I could go on forever and ever, but a lot of things run off of our gut. Like I said, our mood, our immune system, um, hormonal issues uh, are a lot of times due to our gut as well. So I just think it's, it's not paid attention to enough. And I think if you, if people would just hone in on, if they could, if they could concentrate on any one area of their body that they want to pay to need to pay attention to, um, it, it would be the gut. And I think that a lot of other things would fall into place if they could really focus on reducing gut inflammation, their mood would be better their physical health in general would be better. Um, everything, their skin, their hair, their nails, their, their joint health, all that stuff, everything runs off the gut. And so 
I'm so glad that it's becoming more of a popular conversation. And honestly, I think it's, people are just becoming more aware of it because this is, like I said, that I didn't learn any of this in pharmacy school. I think this is more new information um, that people are really starting to focus on, which I love. What are your thoughts on probiotics? Because the other thing that I think is so popular to talk about is the gut health. And then immediately Mm -hmm. we go to probiotics, whether we need them, we don't, what should we take, where to get them? Yeah, definitely think probiotics are important. And the reason is because our, our guts have this delicate balance of good and bad bacteria. And when uh, that, that balance you know, gets off, that's when we can have some issues in our gut. So introducing probiotics into the gut is going to help that natural balance and kind of keep the good bacteria, um, keeping the bad bacteria at bay, basically, and also um, reducing um, fungal infections and um, just a lot of things that a lot of infections that can happen in the stomach, and you're going to reduce the odds of getting of having those problems if you if you are taking a probiotic. Um, so yes, I do really think that they are important. I think that even more so than that, the quality of the probiotic is really, really important. Um, the number of strains in the product, um, the number, number of different bacteria that are in the product. So it's, it's definitely something to pay attention to. I, good probiotics sometimes aren't cheap, but I would definitely always do your research before taking one because that's one of the common things that people tend to waste money on. Um, so that's another reason I, I also love Juice Plus is because there's probiotics in there naturally already. So that's another way that I've been able to decrease um, my supplement regimen is because I was taking a probiotic before. Um, so I do think that they're very, very important for our gut health, especially if you're somebody, like I said, that's kind of on that vicious cycle of antibiotic usage. Um, you can avoid antibiotics. <laughs> do so. I am. I'm not saying they don't have a purpose. There's going to be times where you need one. And so I'm not saying don't go to the doctor, don't treat yourself. I'm, but I, you know, I am saying that they have their place, but if you can avoid them, do. And if you can't avoid them, you must take a probiotic to, to re-inoculate the gut with the good bacteria that you just killed off with the antibiotic. So that's important to, to mention as well. Another question about probiotics. How important yeah. do you think it is if our probiotics are refrigerated or non-refrigerated? Mm. Does it Does it matter? You know what? It really just depends on the brand because I've, I've had probiotics that I took prior to my current supplement regimen that were refrigerated and not refrigerated. And you know what I would tell my clients? If you have a refrigerated probiotic and you cannot remember to take it because it's in the fridge, mm-hmm. switch to one that's not. I do not think one way or the other that it has to be in the fridge or it doesn't have to be in the fridge. I, there are certain brands that, that don't require it and that's okay. Um, but I do, I do like to tell people, be careful with like, you know, how nowadays all these, there's like these yogurts that are like, oh, probiotic yogurt. I, I do say kind of watch for, I, I would much rather you take a probiotic supplement than just eating yogurt for your probiotic. I don't think that's the best option. I'm not saying it's terrible. I just, I would rather you, rather you take a, a probiotic supplement because there's, there's, there, uh, there's more in a supplement than there is in yogurt. And a lot of times 
people are just taking the you drink or eating the yogurt because they think they need it for their probiotic, but it's just not the case. And a lot of times you're going to get much better quality probiotic by taking it as a supplement versus versus yogurt. So that's my only real recommendation on the refrigerated versus not. It doesn't have to be. Such good advice too with anything. If it doesn't yeah. work for you, then it's not working. Exactly. So, <laughs> so stop, find something that is actually going, you're going to yeah. commit to and be able to stick with if you're wanting to pursue that avenue. Yes. Yes. So one thing, Kelly, you're very modest. One thing that you left out of your little bio, as you quickly gave us, is you failed to mention that you are a best-selling author. Oh, and the, yes. the title of your book, I love, <laughs> Don't Tell Me to Relax, because nothing <laughs> aggravates me more and sends me more uh-huh. into a tailspin than when somebody tells me <laughs> to either relax or to smile or to whatever if I am not in the moment I know and that's why I titled the book don't tell me to relax because like those are like serious fighting words aren't they yes someone tells you to relax and you're like I I I like I think I like I like try to hurt them with my eyes. Yes. <laughs> like I stare at them. Like if, if you know what I'm doing with you in my head right now, like I want to rip your head off your body basically. <laughs> but so, yeah, I just, and I kept hearing my clients be like, I just, I can't relax. And I'm like, I, I know because I was the same way. I was one of those people that I had high functioning. I have had, I, it's not one of those things that like, it just goes away. You manage it and you understand it better. But I had, um, high functioning anxiety. So I didn't have like the panic attacks that people describe when they talk about panic and anxiety. Mine didn't manifest that way. Yes, I've had a panic attack or two and I know how freaking horrifying they are, but that's not how mine was manifested. Mine was more of like a, I was a, a doer so much like a worrier and I just, I would never stop. And I had to-do lists coming out of my eyeball. I'm like, I, I just could never quit. And I was so anxious all the time and such a perfectionist that I was always irritated. Like I just never felt like I was settled or happy or peaceful or content or present because I was always worried about the next thing and my next accomplishment, my next achievement. And so I, I literally couldn't relax. And I, so I knew I had to write a book about it. Um, and that's why I titled it that. Yeah. So it's, it's for the ambitious. I wrote it for the ambitious woman who struggles with stress and anxiety, just like, just like I did. What are some of the tips that we can get from your book? Because I appreciate very much somebody saying my anxiety also looks very different. And just because I'm not always having anxiety attacks does not mean that my anxiety does not warrant or is worthy of treatment of some kind or a way to alleviate those symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. And in my book, a a lot of it is taking kind of like I do with my clients, taking a holistic look at our anxiety and our mood and our mindset and knowing when we, we have awareness and we don't of what's actually going on. So what I mean by that is awareness is everything. First of all, you have to be able to take a look at yourself and go, okay, I want, I see what's going on now. Cause I can't tell you how often people are like, I never even realized. And that's how I was too. I never realized I had anxiety until it became like this rock bottom moment. And so I think first awareness is everything. And then taking a holistic approach, like helping our physical body, like I talked about with like supplements and of course, exercise and de-stressing. 
um, really trying to take care of our bodies is, is a huge part of that. And also um, having faith in something. So I, I dive a little bit into like spirituality and, and faith. And that's not really like, a, it's not religious by any means, but it's just having faith in a higher power and being able to connect with that faith and surrender to something, a higher power of your choosing God, universe, nature. I don't, I don't care what your beliefs are. That's not the point, but also establishing really good boundaries with yourself and others. And so knowing when that you need to say no, Two things, when you're over committing, when you're doing too much, and just really having an awareness around what, how you are as a person and what changes that you, that you can make. Um, how can you become more organized? How can you not let your to-do list run your life? So there's a lot of different p- parts in my book that can help you just, you know, have awareness around, um, you know, your anxiety and your mindset as a whole. And then to kind of reel it back in and, and know when you, um, gosh, just to know when enough is enough and to really give yourself some grace and know that you're not alone in this and to understand why we have anxiety. Like it's literally your body telling you something. And I, I get that I've been into a little bit about like diagnosis and, and how we aren't what the doctor says we are and how it's not just a chemical issue and how we can really look at it as like, our body's communicating to us. And so what does it actually mean? And so listening to that, whether it's through meditation, taking some time to be quiet, journaling, really figuring it out what your body's trying to tell you, because that's really all this is, is a message from your body, from your soul telling you, yo, like pay attention here. Something's got to change. And so that's how we kind of, you know, Uh, peel it apart like an onion really just one layer at a time like what's going on in in many different parts of your world and now that we see it let's start to fix it does that make sense (laughs) it does it really does and I deeply appreciate anytime somebody can come at the approach of this is not something that is wrong with you you're not doing anything wrong your symptoms are your body's way of saying something's off it's not mm-hmm. a character flaw. Yeah. It's just communication. Exactly. And I, people get so upset too and, and frustrated and they, all the research stops at the doctor's office when they get, they walk in, they, you know, I, I have anxiety. I'm not functioning as well as I, as I could be. I'm stressed out. I'm depressed. And they get handed a prescription and that's the end of it. And that's, the, that's what drives me crazy is that I want people to understand that there's so much more to it. There's so much you can help yourself out with if you're willing to, to dive in and take a look as to what's really going on instead of throwing a, a medication on it like a Band-Aid. And listen, I, medications save lives. I'm not, lives. I'm not going to sit here and, and say nobody should be on medicine. That's not it. Like they save lives. And if you need one, at the time you need one. But my thing is I want you to know it's not the only option that there's other things that you can be doing for yourself, for your body, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, things can change in your world and you can help yourself out to not need, not to get in this vicious medication cycle. That's all. I just want, I just want people to realize there's much more to it. And this information is coming from Kelly, who is a pharmacist, somebody who (laughs) believes in obviously her career of what she does, but there are so many other options and so many different avenues 
or Mm -hmm. multifaceted ways to assess our health. Exactly. Exactly. Don't ever take a diagnosis and think that's the end of the story and just accept it for, for that, because that's not, that's not it. There's so much more to it. Always be an advocate for your own health and, and be willing to dive in and do some research and, even look at the energetics of things and, and what's going on emotionally. Um, just be willing to, to look. And I think that you're going to see a lot of different, a lot of different um, things that could be causing it. Kelly, where can people find out more about you, what your limitless program is, where they can get your book, where they can listen to your podcast. You guys, she sold you short on <laughs> her bio. She is a many, <laughs> many faceted woman here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Probably my, one of my favorite places to show up is on my podcast called rebel white coat podcast. Um, and also Instagram at Kelly Rompel coaching and Kelly is K E L L Y Rompel R O M P E L coaching. Those are my two favorite places to show up. You can get my, my book is on pre-order right now on Amazon. I, if you reach out to me, I'm happy to send you a copy. I do have some, some paper copies in my hot little hands already. (laughs) So yeah, it's not going to be out in bookstores though until March of 2020. So you can pre-order on Amazon or you can get it um, for your Kindle on Amazon right now. It is available. Uh, It's going to be coming out in the audible. Uh, I would say in the next couple months. So be on the lookout because yeah, it's, it's coming out soon. So exciting. What a neat, what a neat thing for you to ring in 2020 with and yes, get, get your copy early listeners. You guys know that. I mean, everybody cringes when somebody tells them to relax. So read the book and get all the tips that we need to get for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I love one of my absolute favorite things to do is vitamin and supplement consults. So I love to get on the phone one-on-one and chat about what it is that you're needing. And, and if you book a consult with me, I'm happy to, I'm happy to send you my book too in the mail as a thank you. This is going to be gold information. I have so many women reach out to me, whether it's my one-on-one clients or other women that I work with in the coaching world or in my training world. And they're asking about supplements and I obviously don't feel qualified enough. And I, that's so helpful for me to say here, here is a resource that can, that can walk through this and give you a well-educated side of that information. Yeah, absolutely. Would love to. It's my favorite thing to do. Kelly, I always wrap up with a few questions just before we head out. So the listeners get a tiny bit more sneak peek into who this woman is. And I'm obsessed with morning routines, but the, what I love to know most is what in the morning is the very first thing that you do that is for you? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So this is a funny question for me because I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Oh my. <laughs> so you first thing is like at like 1130 AM, maybe you get a moment for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really have a whole lot of me moments, but I will tell you, one of my favorite things to do is to, uh, meditate and I don't do it for very long. I'm like a 10 minute but I love to meditate. I love to journal and I love to exercise and I love to be in nature. So I don't get to do all four of those <laughs> things every single day, if I'm being honest or ever first thing in the morning, first thing in the morning, I'm like, Oh, I hear mommy, mommy, mommy. Mm-hmm. So when I do get a moment to myself, 
I, there's nothing better than exercising in nature and then taking my journal along with me and doing a little meditation sesh while, while I'm out. I live on 24 acres of, of wooded, um, wooded land. So I'm just, I'm one of those nature girls. I think nature's so healing. So that, that's my jam. That's what I like to do when I get some me time. That sounds like a wonderful, a wonderful (laughs) opportunity when they are able to sneak in and happen. Uh, Yeah, it's beautiful when I can, when I can get it done. (laughs) So much probably very deeply appreciated when it actually happens. Oh my gosh. It's like a vacation. (laughs) Even if it's for 20 minutes, it's like a vacation. No, it's great. What would you say is your super weapon? Mm. I'm super intuitive. I I know what people are thinking and feeling and they don't even have to tell me. And that's why I think a lot of times they do tell me because I'm already feeling it. I can see it. I can, I, I can sometimes hear their thoughts just by looking at a facial expression. I'm just very empathic, very intuitive. And I, I honestly do think that's one of my superpowers that gets people to open up to me. It gets me to understand them better. And so, yeah, I'm going with that intuition for sure. I found those are the people that are easiest to connect to in that coaching realm, even in a pharmacist Mm -hmm. role, just there just becomes a deeper connection with somebody when it, when you find somebody like yourself, that's so intuitive that you just can kind of let your boundaries down and just know, like, they just get it. Exactly. They see it. Exactly. And always ending up the podcast with what does being fierce mean to you? Who fierce means to me. Oh, let's see. You know what? To me, I think being fierce is owning who the hell you are. Being super authentic in the fact that like, this is me. Take it or leave it. I'm here for a reason. I'm the way I am for a reason. And I'm going to carry out my life the way that I want to because this is me and it's my life and I get to. And so just having that confidence to be yourself authentically, that's, I think that's what fierce is to me being, being able to carry out your life and doing what you're meant to do, following your passion and your goals without being so consumed. Uh, what others are thinking that, that don't not letting that hold you back. I love every time anybody answers that question because it's so authentic to who they are and what they speak on. And you can just tell mm-hmm. that you so fully believe that because you just spewed it out and it was on point and passionate when you said it and just you just mean it and you you live in that space and that's amazing yeah I kind of have to because I'm just this weirdo walking contradiction you know with with what I do with my passion and my my day job and just combining the two and so I really have to own that and and so yeah that's that's who I am Kelly, this has been an absolute pleasure. I am so thankful that this worked out. And I just deeply appreciate anytime I can find somebody who has the knowledge and has the base and really researches and understands what they are speaking on, because I think there is so much white noise on the internet or in whatever we are searching out. So to find kind of our holy grail of somebody who gets it is just deeply, deeply appreciated from me. Well, thank you so much. I loved this chat. So much fun. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.